Welcome, and thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Hashtag Be the Good in Your Hood. It's a podcast dedicated to sharing the essential change that can occur in your place, in your neighborhood, and in your life through simple acts of hospitality. We are your hosts, Dave and Jen Colley. Well, welcome listeners back to another week of Hashtag Be The Good In Your Hood podcast. Uh, we are joined here today with some very special guests that we actually don't know super well. Uh, we saw a picture on social media about them, ended up connecting through mutual friends, and found out that they also do a coffee cart similar to us. Actually, we stole their idea. So we have reached out to them and they're joining us today to talk a little bit about their journey of hospitality and neighboring. Um, and so today we're joined with our friends, Josh and Bree Black. They're from Lon- London, Ontario in Canada. Uh, and they are connectors and lovers of their place. Um, They're sitting in a place, you can't see it right now, but it's half coffee shop, half pottery. I don't know what's going on back there, but we are just super glad that you guys are here and joining us on this podcast this week. So um, tell us a little bit um, about what's going on in your garage that our listeners maybe can't see, and then we'll jump into our questions. Well, I, we've turned our garage. I've kind of taken it over. It's uh, in the evenings, my hobby is to do pottery. So I turned it into a half pottery studio, uh, slowly moved everything out to the shed other than what I need in here. Um, and then on Friday mornings, it also becomes a coffee shop. Um, so we kind of, it's a dual purpose pottery shop, I guess you could call it. <laughs> That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit more about your role in your neighborhood. Um, obviously, coffee and pottery have something to do with it. But if you were just going to describe your role, um, and you can do that individually or even as a couple, um, what would you tell us? Well, I would say I, my role is barista. And I know that's my role on Friday mornings, but it really does feel that way throughout the week in our neighborhood, like just kind of getting to know people, letting people chat. Um, I'm I'm more of an introverted guy and I can, I can switch it on and off a little bit, but um, I love just to kind of listen to people uh, about their days and about their lives and their stories. And uh, so especially on Friday morning when I'm able to make people coffee and just kind of sit and listen and chat. Um, I love to do that day in and day out in our neighborhood. So yeah, I, I would say that's kind of my role. Yeah. I think we just like to, I think we like just to create a space. A lot of what happens on Friday mornings in our driveway and in our garage is more about people that are around each other. So it kind of becomes like a meeting point and there's connections that are made there that we've seen um, kind of like grow over the years. And um, it's nice to feel like a host in a way for people to be able to kind of come and do that. So I'd say that's probably what I feel is my role as host. Host and a barista. I think that's a good <laughs> good match right there. I, I yeah. think uh, we've been talking kind of around this topic of your garage and your coffee and how that is, but maybe you could just tell us a little bit about what is that? How did you guys get started doing this? Where did it come uh, from? Absolutely. Yeah. So we started in 2019 and it was a friend of ours named Steve who we were talking about the lack of of spaces like Bree's talking about in in the end. We're kind of in a suburban uh, end of the city, you know, farmland on one side and homes on the other. And uh, there wasn't really a space for for neighbors to gather. And so we love coffee and there were no good coffee shops near us. 
And so we said, like, why not? Uh, why not just open up the garage? This was Steve who kind of said this, like, why not just open your garage and serve coffee? Um, and so we kind of ran with the idea and started serving coffee every Friday morning from 7 to 10 a.m., where we have a lot of people walking their kids to school or just kind of hanging out before they go to work in the morning. And so we just kind of get together, gather over a cup of coffee and get to know each other. And so we we did that until the pandemic hit in 2020, or I guess it was through to September of 2019. And we didn't restart in 2020. And we we just started again uh, this last week. And so we're excited to get back into it. Yeah. Well, that's that's super cool. Tell us a little bit about how the first one was received or how it felt to to kind of kick that back off and restart that. Well, we kind of just like went to the like our our local coffee shop bought some coffee beans and just said to our neighbors that we knew like hey we're gonna have you know coffee in our garage why don't you just swing by before you go to work and just grab a coffee to go or whatever and we didn't have like it wasn't that organized honestly it was very organic and just you know everyone was like oh this is amazing we had like 30 people show up it was crazy and we're like oh my gosh this i guess this is a thing and um our friend steve that we spoke to he brought a friend along who um is pr- like pretty like pretty well connected in our city and kind of had these like great ideas and like loved kind of this the feeling that it was already had and uh and so that kind of is how it was received like we had this this like lo- super local like on our street and our neighborhood the people we already knew um but then we had a couple other people that were from outside of our neighborhood that were kind of like hopping in and being like, what is going on here? This is cool. Um, and then through that, we just managed to get, um, people got so excited. They just started giving us things like our friend that brought a friend, he created a logo for us. And basically we created this name of black coffee. And, and then, um, we were getting so much feedback about it that we're like, wow, we're going to need more coffee next week. Like this is kind of crazy and the whole theme of it is that it's free so we we had reached out to a coffee roaster that's um in toronto so fairly local to us and we just kind of said you know what are the chances we get wholesale pricing we're not buying wholesale quantities but maybe we can get something that is uh just to cut down costs because we wanted this to be free we wanted to be able to do this for our neighborhood and uh they were so excited about what we were doing that they offered to sponsor the coffee so the coffee is given to us every week and like this is like like it's like obviously a local aspect but then there's just like this kind of like bigger we see the impact that kind of is going beyond that support from people that we don't even know like people that do not know us and don't know our neighborhood but just wanted to see this have a chance and kind of give it legs and um it's been amazing and like josh said we haven't done this since 2019 and we went into september 2019 and it was one of the things we missed most during the pandemic. And um, even the other day, as I was putting out the sign, my neighbor yelled across the street at me and said, this is the thing that I miss the most during pen- the pandemic is knowing that we wouldn't be able to do these types of things. And um, it's just like people have buy-in on it and it's not just us, right? Like it's a, it's been a place for people, like I said earlier, to come and those connections are formed kind of like naturally on their own. So it's been well received for sure. Yeah, I I think it's just so fun to hear the multiplication of people's excitement mm-hmm. and how sometimes you just you have one thing that you decide to kind of go off and do because you're passionate about it and you have a desire to connect, and then all of a sudden other people start catching kind of that excitement. And you know, it's just the little creative moments in life when we we really do kind of start creating the good. And so we're going to um, just ask you this next question and see where it goes. Um, but 
we're asking everyone this season is what good have you seen come from the practice of hospitality in your neighborhood? And you've kind of hit on that a little bit, but maybe go a little deeper to see what what really has been good either for you or for others from this one act that you do. One of the things that I noticed on Friday morning when we kind of relaunched everything was how many kids were involved. And I know <clears throat> they're not drinking coffee, but uh, they're getting together and kind of playing in the yard. And um, our house was a disaster afterwards because there were probably 10 or 15 kids just kind of playing in the house throughout the morning. But it was really cool, I think, for for me to see how my kids responded to um, this kind of like act of generosity or hospitality, right? Um, it's something like we, Bree and I always talk about how we want to model great things to our kids. And so for us to like, they were so excited. They couldn't sleep the night before our son who goes to bed at seven 30 or eight o'clock every night was up until what was it like 1130. Yeah. Um, just because he was so excited to, to do black coffee again. And he would have been three years old when we did it in the past. And our daughter wasn't even born at the time. Yeah. And they were oh. just, they were so excited to kind of just, um, like open up our home to people and and enjoy the morning together. And so I loved just seeing the excitement. I mean, there was so much that I loved about Friday morning, but I, I really loved seeing the kids um, like witnessing what it looks like to be great neighbors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the things that I thought was really cool was that one of the first um, group of people that were here like really early on Friday were people that we met through Black Coffee. So we didn't know them. And like before then, and they, that's how they got introduced to the neighborhood. They were new at the time and they got to know a bunch of people. And I think that's been something that's been really neat as our kid, our son has gone to school. Now we've like gone and I know so many parents that are in, you know, you just, you have this familiarity. And I think that's the beauty of neighborhoods that are built around, um, like community centers or like, even like little strip malls in, in suburbs, we don't have that in our neighborhood. So we, we kind of don't have like these reasons that you would cross paths unless you're on a walk, right? So that was that's something that I feel really proud about is that we create this space that you know even people who don't know what's going on, you know, will walk by. And even the other day, the lady was like, "Really, do you want coffee?" And she's like, "No, but this is a great idea." I'm like, "I know, come on by for coffee." But you know, she's a little timid, so maybe she'll come next week. We're not sure. But like, you would, I would never have a reason to haul her down my driveway. To invite her over like that would i would never happen it's a little more a little less creepy when your garage is open and it looks like you got something going on <laughs> but that's one one of the cool things is like it kind of gives you this courage to be more friendly because you know i don't know maybe not everyone's that way but someone's gonna be like that person doesn't want to talk to me like they don't know me and you have to kind of get the courage to do that and when you kind of have something going on like this it you're speaking on behalf of like the collective that does this and not just your own self. And I think that's important. Like Josh said, like, it's good to model these things and we're never going to do it perfectly. There is something about it that just like feeds my own soul too, to know that like, I'm, I'm doing something that is making me feel I may be giving somebody a good part in their day too. You know, like that, that feels really nice. I love this thing that you talk about modeling. Um, I think you, you said it, um, Josh, as far as like letting your kids witness good neighboring, but it sounds to me like they're also having the chance to be good neighbors. Like yeah. even your three-year-old, your six-year-old um, to have 10 or 15 kids in your house, that probably means they're the ones also entertaining the other littles. Um, are there things that you could just maybe speak to? I know we have a lot of young families in our neighborhood. Um, what does it look like to to model good neighboring for your kids or to to bring them along in that? What is that process like? 
I, I think part of it is just being open to like the little opportunities where you can make connections. I, again, I'm I'm not one to like like so Brie, if she sees somebody outside our our door, she's out there like a shot, just wanting to go out and see who it is and talk. I more naturally, I'm I'm the guy who's like doing something inside and and not that I don't want to interact with people, but it's like I've got my thing to do. Um, but but our kids are are seeing Bree going out the door. And so when they get that opportunity, I'm trying to do a better job of saying like, yep, let's go. Let's do like, let's go ride our bikes with the kids outside. Um, and oftentimes, like when we're spending time together, especially on a weekend evening, We'll be playing in the afternoon as families. And then all of a sudden it's, hey, let's order pizza and have a meal together. And uh, and so I think for me, it's just it's a, it's allowing that to happen, um, taking taking advantage of those opportunities rather than just letting them them slip by, because our kids, that's just like becoming a part of them. That's mm -hmm. they, they're constantly wanting to get outside and see their friends and their neighbors, which is really neat. Mm -hmm. Today I was stamping, um, I got a new stamp with our logo to stamp on our cups and I had our three-year-old helping me do that. She was kind of looking at me and I was like, I was like, do you want this? Is? She goes, oh, that's black coffee. And then she kind of like looks out on the driveway. She goes, but they're not here. And like, she has been all of one week she's done this and she already knows like, that's where people go mm. for coffee. And like, that was kind of amazing that she just picked up on that right away. She saw the logo. She knew that was coffee. She just like, she just knew and i'm like if a three-year-old can can understand that like that's like a sacred special thing i hope other people can mm -hmm. feel that too you know and i think they i think they do i think it's like the amount of people like for the longest time like that's all people would talk about when we saw them oh tell us about your coffee thing you know so yeah. it was like kind of became synonymous with that for a long time yeah i like that you said that you know, these kind of spaces are sacred and other people kind of honor them in certain ways. You know, we, we talk a lot about hospitality becoming a place where people feel safe mm -hmm. and, and known and seen and not judged um, or not pushed away based on who they are, how they dress, what they say, what they don't say. And I think these times that you're creating on Friday mornings in your house or in your garage <laughs> Are, are those spaces, right? They are they are sacred spaces because people do come to that place and there's this sense of like, oh, I can I can just be me or I can just be here. Um, and I know for you guys, it's probably a lot of work to get it ready and there's a lot of tear down and there's a house to clean up afterward. And, um, you know, there's a Tuesday putting stamps on cups and there is this this good that comes from that. I want to just make sure our listeners know we do a coffee cart in our garage every summer now. And all of that came from just a picture that we saw of these guys doing it in London, Ontario. And so, you know, talking about the good that's come from that, there are sacred places here in Bardstown, Kentucky, because of your sacred space and your diligence to step out and, and put yourself out in your garage. You know, you mentioned generosity. And I think there is a cost to hospitality. There is a cost to to serving people around us or loving them or accepting them. And it's not always super convenient. It's not always completely free. Um, amazing stories, right, that you guys shared of people making you a logo or offering coffee, but that doesn't always happen. Right? Mm -hmm. Those are cool stories to realize that people do believe in what it is and how good mm -hmm. it can be. Oftentimes we are so scared to just sacrifice that because of thinking that we won't have enough. You know, we, we have this mindset that's a little bit more hold it back instead of give it out. Um, wh where have you guys seen the good from your own life in that generous mindset to others, either 
through that or other actions in your life, have you guys seen the good that comes from being generous? Well, I'll start. Mm -hmm. Josh is probably the most generous person I know since like the day we met, he's always giving and not just to me to, you know, lock me in or anything, but to other people. And I saw that and that's, that's like who he is. He will give beyond what he, anyone would ever expect. And other people will tell you that about him too. I'm not just, you know, but I will say, because I'm married to him, it's rubbed off on me in the sense that like, I get that. Like, it feels really good to give. And it sometimes it's really, really hard to do that. I feel like generosity is probably like the truest form of love because you don't have to do it. Like, I think that there's something about giving even beyond what you can even handle sometimes. But sometimes that's just the most amazing way to show love. And it doesn't always have to be massive, but it can be small. And so I feel like Josh has taught me so much about being generous. I don't know. That's it's not I'm not perfect at it, but I'm grateful to have a good example of that in Josh. So yeah, and it's been really cool to see uh, how contagious this has been, right? Like from your story of of opening up your home on on Saturdays, and like we've had a number of people saying, you know, we're not into coffee, but what can we do in our neighborhood to get to know our neighbors? And um, coffee was what came naturally to us, and so that's kind of why we went to to that. But you know, meals in your home, and um, and you know, like you have a trampoline in your backyard. Welcome people back there to to jump around and worry about the insurance later, right? And 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 kind of like Bree has mentioned, we've had so many people reaching out, especially in the last number of weeks, saying like, "Hey, how can we help kind of get black coffee going again?" And people who are willing to to give of their time to to come help Bree with the baking on on Thursday nights and. Uh, help set up on Friday mornings and, and build this table. Yeah, we built this table yeah. on the Tuesday before a week ago. This table's only one week old. Yeah. And uh, I want to make this in the next couple of weeks. And they're like, we're going to do it tomorrow. And so it was yeah. made the next day. And like that is time and energy and expertise that was just people want to make this happen. So it's amazing. Yeah. So it's really cool to see how contagious it's been. I really feel like that's just thing I love about hearing you guys tell these stories is kind of um, recurring theme of what happens when you practice hospitality is that it begets more hospitality, that there's more opportunities for other people to come together and do that with you and to be excited about it. <laughs> I think that contagious element of hospitality really does bring more good. And so I'm excited about what may come of this conversation. Um, who knows? It might be another country. Um, it could be somebody down the street from you guys that listens to this and realizes they can be a part of what's happening in their neighborhood. So Thank you, Josh and Bree, for continuing to practice hospitality where you are. I'm excited that Black Coffee is back and up and running. Um, and I'm just kind of looking forward to hearing the stories of, of what happens in your neighborhood as you continue to create those spaces for others. Yeah, I, I think that as I was hearing you guys talk, the, the kind of the, the takeaway for, for me is to challenge other people to just think about how can you connect to your neighbors? Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a big coffee cart, right? Like no. you said, it could be a trampoline. But there <laughs> are so many ways to connect to other people. And you mm -hmm. guys are just a great example of, hey, this is what we're passionate about. And we're going to take a second and think, how can we connect to our neighbors in some form or fashion that actually is meaningful? For our listeners, we want to just encourage you this week to really consider the people that are around you. Consider your neighborhood. What is it that you love about it? What is it that um, you could do to maybe make it a little prettier to live in? Or what is it that you could do this week to connect to 
a couple people around you and help them feel seen or known um, or, or loved. Uh, maybe that's through generosity. Maybe it's through an invitation. I don't know. But be creative. And this week, go out and be the good in your hood. Josh, Bree, thank you guys so much. And continue to, to be the good in your hood wherever you go. Um, is there a way for people to get a hold of you or reach out to you if they have more questions? Absolutely. We'd love to connect with anyone. Um, I'm at the Josh Black on Instagram. Bree is at the Bree Black. Pretty easy. B-R-E-B-L-A-C-K on Instagram. Or we have a little Instagram account for our coffee situation uh, at blackcoffee.house. You know, with your last name being Black, I'm sure that that works out really well. So (laughs) at blackcoffee.house. You got it. On Instagram. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And we are super glad to, uh, to just have this conversation and encourage people to be the good in their hood this week. 